Welcome to Lost in Revision. All of our content is public domain, literature, fairy tales, and folklore. Our goal is to at least break even to cover our expenses. So any support that you can offer to help us reach that goal helps keep this podcast going and you entertained. All of our music is by Nathan Hubble and is used with his permission. Thanks and enjoy the show. Chapter 15. The Discovery of Oz the Terrible. Part 1. The four travelers walked up to the great gate of Emerald City and rang the bell. After ringing several times, it was opened by the same guardian of the gates they had met before. "'What? Are you back again?' he asked in surprise. "'Do you not see us?' answered the scarecrow. "'But I thought you had gone to visit the Wicked Witch of the West.' "'We did visit her,' said the scarecrow. "'And she let you go again?' asked the man in wonder. "'Oh, she could not help it, for she is melted,' explained the scarecrow. "'Melted?' "'Well, that is good news indeed,' said the man. "'Who melted her?' "'It was Dorothy,' said the lion gravely. "'Good gracious!' exclaimed the man, and he bowed very low indeed before her. Then he led them into his little room, and locked the spectacles from the great box on all their eyes, just as he had done before. Afterward they passed on through the gate into the Emerald City. When the people heard from the guardian of the gates that Dorothy had melted the Wicked Witch of the West— they all gathered round the travellers and followed them in a great crowd to the palace of Oz. The soldier with the green whiskers was still on guard before the door, but he let them in at once, and they were again met by the beautiful green girl, who showed each of them to their old rooms at once, so they might rest until the great Oz was ready to receive them. The soldier had the news carried straight to Oz that Dorothy and the other travellers had come back again, after destroying the wicked witch, but Oz made no reply. They thought the great wizard would send for them at once, but he did not. The waiting was tiresome and wearing, and at last they grew vexed that Oz should treat them in so poor a fashion after sending them to undergo hardships and slavery. So the scarecrow at last asked the green girl to take another message to Oz, saying if he did not let them in to see him at once, they would call the winged monkeys to help them and find out whether he kept his promises or not. When the wizard was given this message, he was so frightened that he sent word for them to come to the throne room at four minutes after nine o'clock the next morning. He had once met the winged monkeys in the land of the West, and he did not wish to meet them again. The four travelers passed a sleepless night, each thinking of the gift Oz had promised to bestow on him. Dorothy fell asleep only once, and then she dreamed she was in Kansas, where Aunt Em was telling her how glad she was to have her little girl at home again. Promptly at nine o'clock the next morning, the green-whiskered soldier came to them, and four minutes later they all went into the throne room of the Great Oz. Of course, each one of them expected to see the wizard in the shape he had taken before, and all were greatly surprised when they looked about and saw no one at all in the room. They kept close to the door and closer to one another, for the stillness of the empty room was more dreadful than any of the forms they had seen Oz take. Presently they heard a solemn voice that seemed to come from somewhere near the top of the Great Dome, and it said, "'I am Oz, the great and terrible. Why do you seek me?' They looked again in every part of the room, and then, seeing no one, Dorothy asked, "'Where are you?' "'I am everywhere,' answered the voice. "'But to the eyes of common mortals I am invisible. I will now seat myself upon my throne, that you may converse with me.' Indeed, the voice seemed just then to come straight from the throne itself." So they walked toward it, and stood in a row, while Dorothy said, "'We have come to claim our promise, O Oz.' 
"'What promise?' asked Oz. "'You promised to send me back to Kansas when the Wicked Witch was destroyed,' said the girl. "'And you promised to give me brains,' said the Scarecrow. "'And you promised to give me a heart,' said the Tin Woodman. "'You promised to give me courage,' said the Cowardly Lion. "'Is the Wicked Witch really destroyed?' asked the voice, and Dorothy thought it trembled a little. "'Yes,' she answered. "'I melted her with a bucket of water.' "'Dear me,' said the voice. "'How sudden! "'Well, come to me tomorrow, for I must have time to think it over.' "'You've had plenty of time already,' said the Tin Woodman angrily. "'We shan't wait a day longer,' said the Scarecrow. "'You must keep your promises to us,' exclaimed Dorothy. "'The lion thought it might be as well to frighten the wizard, "'so he gave a large, loud roar, which was so fierce and dreadful "'that Toto jumped away from him in alarm "'and tipped over the screen that stood in a corner.' As it fell with a crash, they looked that way, and the next moment all of them were filled with wonder, for they saw, standing in just the spot the screen had hidden, a little old man, with a bald head and a wrinkled face, who seemed to be as much surprised as they were. Thanks for joining us today. Check us out on Patreon. You can help us meet our small goal of breaking even and covering our expenses. Your support helps pay for all of the things that podcasting requires, and helps keep this show alive and growing. If you can't afford to support us financially, go give us a good review, subscribe or follow, and share with your friends and family. Feel free to fact check us and offer suggestions to make our show better for you. You can also send us an email at lostinrevisionpodcast at gmail.com. There's a lot more waiting for us all at the end of the road.